Hi, this is Dawn Serena. This is my podcast, Dance with Bipolar. Oh my gosh, guys, what a fucked up morning. Um, Sunday, um, I have to see Sunday school. We got woken up early by shock. Um, breakfast, I couldn't eat because it's eggs. And um, now I'm just trying to find a place to, like, bobulate myself. And the wind and flag is just out of control today. So, and I don't feel good, as you can tell. I got this voice thing going on again. But, you know, it doesn't matter if I feel good or not. As long as everybody else is happy, then, you know, that's all that matters, right? That's what it seems like today. Um, this is going to be a real bitch post right now. And maybe after church I'll come back in and not, not take it down, but have better things to say. Um, I'm absolutely discombobulated. I hope I have everything I need in my backpack because... I was just basically throwing shit in and just hoping for the best. I think I have every cord that I need for every plug-in item I have, but I'm not sure that I brought any um, wall unit, you know, the jack thing. Um, oh my gosh. And so I'm like pretty upset right now. Um, I'm trying really hard to just maintain it because like I said, I go to teach Sunday school and um, I've had not a chance to uh, even prepare like mentally for this let alone do any devotions this morning or have any time at all to just chill um you know catch my breath and just like you know just try to pull it together my roommate has been sick um i kind of mentioned there's some stuff going on with her but she had a she had a migraine yesterday and refused to go to the hospital so all day yesterday i had to play little mouse and not disturb her, which really fucked with me too, because I had shit to do, and then I had to go to CR last night, and, you know, and then I had to come back and be all quiet again, and, like, lurp around in the dark, so I didn't disturb her, you know, because, again, she's more important than I am, because, you know, she's got a migraine and other shit going on, so, um, you know, and that's my perception, okay, we get that, but still, it's like, you know, fair is fair, right, and, uh, I shouldn't be treated like a second-class citizen just because somebody refuses to go to the hospital for something they wind up going to the hospital for today, you know? And uh, it's been a long time since I've said this, and I don't know if this is a start of a relapse in the bipolar or if it's the truth, but I'm starting to wonder if they're still all part of what was going on in Lakeside, and they just took a little while to show their true colors, and in all actuality, this is just another big part of the trick. Um you know, the trick to fuck with me and uh, have me wind back up in a hospital so somebody can do whatever the hell they think they can do to me. I don't know. I mean, this is bipolar at its finest, right? I'm overtired. I'm feeling stressed. I feel like everybody's against me. And uh, I don't feel like I have any voice right now where I live because, you know, I don't have all the issues she has. So therefore, my concerns are not valid, apparently, you know, um, just like an hour yesterday in the room alone would have just helped me so I could organize some stuff and, you know, open a drawer maybe and, you know, like, you know, like maybe go through my bookshelf and find stuff I need, you know, but that all makes noise because she had a migraine, you know, it's like I had to be relegated to, like I said, mouse and then I left the, I left the place for a little while and got out and, uh, which was good, but I still had stuff to do, you know, I had a certain time I had to be back, I had to, I had to get to CR um, I had, there's stuff I have to do, and now today I have to teach Sunday school, like, woefully underprepared, um, you know, and fortunately it's the same lesson I was supposed to teach last week, because no kids showed up, 
And I'm actually just really praying again that no kids show up today because if I didn't have any sense of responsibility, I would just bag it today and not even show up at church to do this. But I'm going to find some super long songs to start our chapel with and then like a super long prayer that has absolutely nothing to do with anything. And um, I just try to calm down, you know. I'm like hungry. I didn't get dinner last night. I didn't have breakfast today. Um, yeah, so this self-care thing is not happening right now, and um, it's obviously starting to show, you know. And then even after this, after church, we still get thrown out, so where do I go? What am I going to go do, you know? I'm going to go hang out by the railroad tracks again where I got sunburned so bad, I got second-degree burns on my arms, because I got nowhere else to go, you know? I don't, I'm don't. i not one of these lucky people who is, like, homeless but has people that's houses they can go to and hang out at. That's not me. That's not my life. I don't have that. Oh, I'm hanging out in a baseball dugout right now trying to avoid the wind to the best of my ability and calm down, you know? I, I'm slowly finding stuff in my backpack as I'm talking to you guys. And some of it's the right stuff, and some of it's just like, why did I throw this in here? But because I was in such a panic, because we get thrown out at 9, okay? And then, like, church doesn't start till... The church doesn't open until 9.30, so I'm biding my time right now until I can even go there and, like, just start my Sunday school lesson and just, like, get it on the board and calm down a little bit and just breathe and not panic that I'm going to fuck this class up with these kids because, you know, this is not the right frame of mind to be going in to teach Sunday school. This is absolutely the wrong frame of mind to be going in to teach Sunday school. And I'm just feeling absolutely defeated right now. And, you know, and now that I, I, I don't think I can trust my roommate because I'm not sure that she's not part of it, just like the other roommate. Now it's like I'm just, now I'm just like, my head is just not in a good place. You know, I'm thinking, what do I do? Do I have to get locks? What do I do? You know, she was in my coffee today. She didn't even drink it. I see it half in the cup. There's puke everywhere in the bathroom. She didn't clean anything up. You know, and it all falls on me. And I'm going to be the one to get written up. And because she's the one with the migraine, she's going to be the one who gets a pass because she's sick. You know, and there was no time to clean up today. You know, I did what I could, but it's like a fucking disaster in there. And uh, the room is a disaster. My side's not, but her side is. You know, I get the migraine thing. I've had them. I really understand it. However, I would have gone to the hospital, you know, and I would have had them help me instead of just wait a full day and then actually two days two days because it started on Friday and um and then today decided to go to the hospital when everybody's thrown out anyway it's like very convenient you know it's like I can't do anything in the room because I'm thrown out too like garbage thrown out like garbage you know and yeah this is my choice um I get it I made this choice for now but um you know I don't know man I just don't know I don't know if the cost is worth it right now to be thrown out and act like a fucking hobo whore and have nowhere to go and, um, you know, and mentally not be well, you know, at the same time, which is super dangerous in a place that has train tracks like this and super dangerous in a place where I could walk and I'm not going to, but I'm just saying I could walk in front of traffic, you know, super dangerous where I could just do something absolutely stupid, just hurt myself. And then I'd have to go back there for a while, you know, because like I said, I'm not sure the, the cost... The cost is worth it right now. This is some jackass in an RV. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. If he thinks I'm coming out of this dugout to do anything for him, he can he can swing. Um, he's going to blow his transmission right now is what he's going to do. So anyway, I just wanted to get this down right now to let you all know that, um, you know, I've been doing really well, and some days are better than others, but today is just not a good day um, 
absolutely not a good day. And um, I got some things to do before I wander over to the church, like breathe and um, things like that. So um, I'm going to close this out for now, but I'll be back after church and um, we'll see how it goes. Hey, so this is probably one of the longest breaks I've taken between finishing to record um, maybe ever. It is Tuesday now, almost Tuesday afternoon actually, and um, I'm going to keep, you know, I was thinking about deleting what I had just said on the on the past thing for Sunday, but um, you know what, I'm going to keep it because that's how I felt, and uh, you know, hold on, Ugh. I'm all about this transparency thing and all that, so um, I'm going to keep it because... That's exactly what I was feeling like on Sunday. And truthfully, I'm still not actually sure that I'm not really feeling that way, but I'm just, um, I mean, I'm not feeling as as intensely as I was feeling it on Sunday. But I'm still, you know, I'm still a little, um, I don't know what the word is, a little disturbed maybe, maybe disturbed. I'm not sure about this having to be thrown out pretty much every day thing, you know. And, um, already being, like, um, well, majoritized, not majoritized, minoritized, but being, um, vulnerable. That's the word I'm looking for. A vulnerable part of society. And then they, you know, make us go out and have, like, literally nowhere to go and put us in more danger by doing that. Um, I mean, have I put myself in danger? I mean, every day we leave is danger. We're women in a town, we don't have a place to go, or we, I mean, we have a place to go, but we don't have a place to, you know what I mean, like, during the day, we don't have a place to be, so it just opens us up for all kinds of, um, calamity and stuff to happen, you know, me, I mean, I'm just as vulnerable as anybody else, I might be a little bit brighter than some, and I might not be as emotionally challenged as some, but do I still put myself out there? You know, I do. Um, like today, I'm back to the back to the beach area, you know, by the tracks and kind of by the road and kind of hidden, you know, and, you know, sunning myself, not with a bathing suit on, but still, you know, and um, not scantily clad either, but, you know, not, not pants and shoes. Like, I have them, but you know what I mean. I got shorts on and the train. Here comes the train. And, um... Alright, so that's funny. It doesn't take but a minute. And my timing is off for the trains, apparently. So, um, anyway. Uh, so yeah. So, um, because I want to be transparent with you guys. And I want you to see that I'm really no different than you. And I do get these, um, sudden bursts of anger and sadness and disappointment and all that good stuff. Um, I'm going to keep it up. And, you know, besides the... Shoot. And, um, beside the fact that I know that my, uh, my roommate will never listen to this show, um, because none of them do, and I don't understand, well, I don't know, maybe it's best that they don't actually listen to the show, um, but, you know, that's the difference between me and them, is that, like, if I knew the person I was living with was doing a podcast, and that, um, I was in close proximity to her, and her show was about mental illness, and, the things that, um, kind of trigger her, I think I was listening to the show, you know, so, um, yeah, I'm trying to do some stuff here while I talk to you guys, it's kind of rude, I get it, but, 
Um, but, you know, I would be a little bit more interested in what was going on if I actually understood what the concept of the show was, right? So, um, but that's on her, not on me. And um, I'm still really not so sure that maybe she's not part of the testing I'm going through and that she's not one of the trials that I need to um, figure my way out of. And, you know, that she's not a test in order for me to, um, I don't know, in order for them to see if I'm actually fit for discipleship, you know, to see if I can um, hold the secret, to see if I can um, be trusted, you know, which is kind of the same as hold the secret, but not exactly. And, um, you know, all that. And it's really kind of in my head because that also means I really can't trust her because if she's part of the trick, then, then, you know, there's that. So I like really don't, I don't know, I keep moving the phone away. I'm like, um, I'm looking for stuff now. I just moved my blanket and, um, I'm just kind of really distractible. That train came up out of nowhere and just surprised me. And now I have lost, not lost, I've misplaced something that I will surely find. Because I haven't moved that far, so, um, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I just wanted to say that to you guys, that I, am, um, and I, you know, I had a pretty bad all day that day, and then she eventually wound up going to the hospital the following day, um, because she had a severe migraine, which I'm not going to say she didn't have a severe migraine, because, you know, that's something that's hard to fake, and, um, also something that's hard to prove, but it's something that's hard to fake, so I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that she actually had a migraine and that it was debilitating and that although she could have gone actually I'm all confused Saturday is the day right because Saturday was an in day for us so I could have had um, time to clean my room organize stuff done things like that that would have um, you know made my life a lot easier Sunday we had an out day Sunday she went to the hospital so we already had an out day so it wasn't like you know, I could stay in and do anything plus. Oh, uh, I don't think I told you guys about... Did I tell you guys about the Sunday school class that I taught? Which was just amazing. So, um, as much duress as I was under when I went there, I was super happy that I did go and, um, go to Sunday... Well, I didn't go to Sunday school. I taught Sunday... Well, I guess in a way I did go to Sunday school. But I taught Sunday school and, um, it was really, it was really, um, awesome. So I'm super glad I did go and teach. Um, but the getting there was kind of, you know, really sketchy. And as you guys can tell from the first part of the beginning of the show, um, I was just really, I was just foul, man. I was really foul. And I was really su upset. And I was feeling really um, unimportant, I think, works. And... Um, not valued, and, um, I think that's all pretty good, those are pretty good descriptions of how I felt, um, hurt, you know, all, there's a whole lot going on there, so, um, I'm sorry, I'm just so distracted right now, I lost something that is here, because 
I didn't go anywhere, so, and I just don't understand where it could have gone in, like, under a minute, basically, but with me, stuff like this is just kind of part of the norm, so, anyway, um, so, I didn't even know if I asked you guys recently how how y'all are doing, like, I've been so, um, hyper-focused on myself and the, um, interviews that have come up, and I hope you enjoyed them, I hope you guys enjoyed the one with Dustin a lot, and then I hope you guys enjoyed the one with Jordan, um, regarding her book, and yes, I still have yet to actually put the contest up, because I don't know why, because I've just been super disorganized, apparently, and, um, time crunched, truthfully, and, um, this is my homework, and, um, you know, and I just... I don't know what's going on. I mean, I do know what's going on. I am a little, just about a little bit, um, overwhelmed, truthfully. So time crunched is a good description of what is going on. And, you know, and it, it, well, actually, I do have a lot more on my plate. So that's pretty much legitimate. And I am desperately trying to figure out how to... Um, better manage my time, you know, but it seems like the minute I get it under grips on managing my time, then there's something else I need to figure out how to manage, and my original plan is kind of blown up, and, um, I'm struggling, let's just, I'm gonna be honest, I'm struggling a little bit with this shit stuff, and, um, you know, and then this being kicked out, like, every day thing, and, I could go to the... Oh, there they are. Never mind. Oh, sorry. I found what I was looking for. Yay. So, I could go to the library, but even that, after a certain point in time, has become, like, um, a way that people can stalk you. They know that you're going to be at the library every day, so then they can start to, you know, track you there. So, there's that. And this whole safety thing right now is just kind of key to me because of the assault incident that happened to the lady that left the cottage. So, I mean, it's very much in the back of my head that anywhere I go, I'm basically a target. Even in the house, I feel like I'm a target. Um, so, there's been a whole lot of activity in the house. There's been, this could also be part of my instability. There's been a whole lot of in and out in the house. People come in for, fuck. Some of them may have made it barely a day, and then they're bounced, or they bounce. But either way, they're not there for any amount of time. So there's a lot of instability with, like, chores and with um, people and with, like, trust and with um, all that comes with living in a, you know, a uh, displacement center. I hate saying homeless shelter because it don't feel homeless, but anyway, a displacement center, safe house, DV shelter, whatever the heck you want to call it. And, um, you know, the... The, it's, it is an, a very much an underlying fear because we don't ever really address it. But the fact that some of these people, the ladies in there, have people looking for them to cause further injury to them. And we never talk about it. And it's a real thing, you know? So in the back of my mind with all the other PTSD and trust issues and all that stuff that I got going on, now there's this added layer of other people's... Um, other people's abusers, victimizers, you know, coming and looking for them. And we have an issue with people following the rules. So the safety issue is legit. And I'm not going to get into why, but it's legit. And, um, 
you know, it's just kind of like, I'd like to take some of these people and just like literally just like bang their head against the wall and try to explain to them the severity of what it is that they're doing when they're just being absolutely selfish. And, you know, I actually didn't hear anything about this school shooting until, I don't know, a couple days ago, and I don't know when it happened, and um, I, for all I know is that it's pretty horrific, and I don't need to look any further into it. But you would think that alone would make people realize that safety is key in situations like this, and that if nothing else, these kids are our future that are in here. I remember what I was talking about earlier, and, um, you know... That protecting them, even if they don't give a shit about themselves, should be key. But some of these people are just so damn selfish that all they can think about is themselves and they don't look past their own mouths, you know, literally. And, um, I don't know, it just kind of pisses me off. And I was talking about Sunday school and how awesome it was. And, um, I got to teach the kids that Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, you know, that one. And, uh, it just seemed kind of weirdly fitting because I don't think I actually knew on Sunday until later that afternoon about that school shooting. And it, um, in hindsight, in hindsight, it's kind of like really fitting that I taught him that prayer. And God forbid anything happened to any of the kids in the schools up here, you know. And you know, it's just one of those one of those things about this world that we live in that. Everything can change in a heartbeat. I mean, we all know this, right? Everything can change in a heartbeat. And that's why being mentally prepared the best that you can be for sudden change is good. And at the very least, if you're not ready for the change, have a way to prepare yourself to not freak out, not kook out, not lose yourself in the moment, and be able to maintain all right. Now I get it. There's stuff that happens and panic is good. You know, fire panic is good cuz it's going to get you moving. You know, um flood panic is good cuz you're going to get moving. You're hopefully not going to drown. You know, natural disasters panic is good, but not like over panic where you're paralyzed, but you know, enough enough panic adrenaline where you get up, you move and you save your own life, okay? But you know, and you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say the best you can try to keep yourself in a calm state until you don't have to be in a calm state and then you can actually kind of like maybe not lose it but um maybe lose it maybe lose it lose it is okay but after the fact where you've already survived it and you've taken all the people that you possibly can to survive it with you and or you've saved lives and or you've saved your own life you know I guess car accidents are a good one too I've knock on wood do I have wood here I do actually apply wood Knock on wood, I've never really been in a severe car accident, so I do not know what that's all about. But I can imagine, well imagine, that that is a moment of utter fear of a lot of things. And number one, probably being losing your life, right? However, once the car is stopped, and even if you are injured, but you're alive, you can still take time to calm yourself and not be panicked and wait for help you know and then when you get to the hospital and they got you all bandaged up and shit then you can like have your PTSD meltdown afterwards you know and then seek help for that but from what I'm starting to understand like because there's been a lot of stuff coming up and it's not been big stuff I've like I say I think this is like a training ground but it's been little stuff that's just like thrown me off my game and being like are you prepared to just go in a moment's notice are you prepared to accept that what you think is going to happen 
it's not really in the plan and you know it's going to be different than what you thought you know and am I ready to accept the fact that I legitimately have freaking no control over anything in my life right I can think I do and that's like delusional um but ultimately I mean like okay I can there's three things I can control okay I can control my emotions I can control my behaviors and I can control my attitude three very untangible things right but those are the things that I can actually control. I can control my reaction to something. I control my behavior towards something. And I can control my attitude around it. And other than that, it's a crapshoot. You know, but we all have that same thing. And if you can control your reaction to something, that's mega, mega, mega. Because that will also set the, set the um, I won't say domino effect. And that's not what I mean, but that's close enough. Set you know, set the effect for everybody else of how they're going to follow along with you. Now, if you're cooking out screaming and being like totally like um, out of control, then that's going to make the situation out of control. But if you can hold your tongue, breathe and rationally come to conclusions during that time when other people are around you, it's going to go so much better for you. Now, after the fact, if you have to go in your room or wherever it is that you live and like, you know, scream, cry, jump up and down, punch a pillow, you know, um, take your meds, you know, whatever it is that you need to do after the fact, then do it. But during the moment, maintaining calm, cool, collected, I know it sounds really, really cliche, but it's going to get you a whole lot further than freaking out in the moment and having people think that that's what you're all about when it was just a momentary response to a situation. So, um, I'm learning because there's been a lot of things I wanted to freak out about and I have not, you know, and even the Sunday thing, I made it out of the house before I like kind of lost my mind and I made it through Sunday school and I went and I didn't bag and I kept my commitment and I pulled it off and the kids had a great day in all actuality. I, it turned my day around to, um, you know, to see people who appreciated what I was actually, not, they're people, they're little people, but they're people, I mean, they're like, they're not like gnomes, but, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, a Sunday school class full of gnomes, that would be, oh my goodness gracious, anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, oh, that would be so ridiculously funny. But, um, you know, I, maybe you know what I'm trying to say, because I'm not even sure what I'm trying to say right now. But, um, you know, there's, in, again, another cliche thing. And they always say, like, the thing that you least want to do is the thing that you probably need to do the most. And as much as I really hate that saying, I think I'm going to have to kind of start to agree with it. Because everything that I don't want to do always turns out to be pretty fantastic. You know, and like the hardest interviews that with the tech issues and everything usually turn out to be the best interviews. And I'm pretty sure I'm blowing somebody off today. However, um, if I'm not in the house, I I can't do these interviews without Wi-Fi connected. And I have mobile here and I can do this just fine. But when it comes to actually connecting with somebody to interview, I need Wi-Fi. And I don't have it right now because I'm thrown out of the house. So, and uh. You know, I'm not going to say it wasn't an important one, but if we ever want to discuss goat yoga, somebody let me know, and I will do a lot of research on it, and I will find out all you need to know about goat yoga, and yoga in general for mental health, which, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I'm kind of opting out of it, and one of them is because I know that it's like Eastern religion type thing, and um, as much as I'm, I know I'm not going to, well... I can't say that. I'm a little Buddhist, okay? But I'm not going to, like, go full into Eastern religion. 
it kind of goes against the program that I'm in, so I'm not going to exacerbate any issues I already have with people who think I might already be a little off the program by um, talking about Eastern religion. So I'm sorry, Lauren, or whatever your name, I don't remember what her name is. She probably never listened to the show anyway. Um, but I apologize, but um, yeah, it's not happening today. I can't get back in the house to get to Wi-Fi anyway, and... Um, and I know I sound like I'm slacking. Maybe I am slacking, but I've done a lot of interviews, and they really tire me out. And I'm gonna be honest, you know, I don't. I I, I think you guys enjoy them because the numbers show it. But I don't think I have to do an interview every week to keep up with it, you know, because it's exhausting for me, legitimately, to do an interview every week. There's a lot of research that goes behind it, and then there's a lot of scheduling conflicts and snafus that I don't tell you guys about until like right now, um, during the during the show and the, the tech issues and um there's you know I'm not gonna lie sometimes there's like a very distinct personality clash with people I'm interviewing and hopefully you guys aren't picking it up because I really try to be as professional as possible and just kind of flip the script so that you guys don't know how much I may not be enjoying the interview no I haven't had one of those in a minute so like those are kind of like the older ones um but there's been a few of them where I've been like, do I even really want to air this? Because I don't think this is where I wanted the show to go. And I'm I'm not so sure that you guys are going to get anything out of it. But maybe at the most, if you do notice a conflict, you do see that it is possible to actually hold a conversation with somebody that you absolutely and totally disagree with and still be um, respectful about it. And it doesn't mean that you have to agree with them at all. But, you know, you can still be respectful of people and... Um, you know, leave them not feeling degraded, which I guess is kind of a big deal. Uh, what else? Um, still got the crush on a giraffe. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I might be um, working my way through some of this Christopher stuff and um, actually coming to terms with the fact that he is dead and not coming back and that I am alive and um you know death is not a lifestyle so living like I'm with him is not doing me much good so I think I'm pulling out of it I don't know what the breaking point was but there was something that actually changed in me and um maybe it was a hug I don't know could have been a hug could have been a really amazing hug um or two or three <laughs> anyway this disciple thing thing is just so screwed up when it comes to this stuff because I really want to do this program right but I also still really want to um, have love in my life again and uh, maybe a possible committed relationship and all that stuff and I can't jump the gun just because I have you know butterfly -y feelings in my stomach and um you know all that good stuff so and for somebody who's just always jumped the gun and, and just been very, uh, I don't know, aggressive, maybe aggressive in, uh, in what, how I get mad and how I used to get mad because I don't have men in a long time. Not, and even, well, maybe kind of Christopher, but that was so different. Anyway, but um, I can't like use those tactics this time because that's all bad, all wrong. So I have to like play this weird waiting game and of knowing that he's also a disciple so the chances of him like you know, oh my gosh this is so complicated but you know it's own weird way is just super cute and sweet and kind of maybe courting each other though I don't we've never actually talked about it because 
we don't have time to talk because we're not supposed to fraternize, right? So it's like, oh my gosh. So, I mean, mine's the thing I'm thinking is that we just gotta, you know, we just gotta, like, one day just, like, um, like, hook up and not hook up like that. Just go to the courthouse, get married, and then be like, hey, by the way, we're married, and then we can actually talk to each other. So it's like, you know, or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, I'm kind of talking crazy, but, um, maybe not as crazy as it seems. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know. It feels weird to be, like, actually kind of happy again and, like, have that, um, that feeling that maybe, just maybe, is not over for me in that sense, you know, and maybe maybe I mean even though I have God and all that you know and I'm not just I'm not disregarding that by any way shape or form but maybe I can have that one last lasting relationship with one person that has the intimacy and now it'll be like the first and only like God filled relationship I've ever had where I will submit to the man the man the man the giraffe and I will um, obey you know, not like a dog, but well, unless, whatever, anyway, um, <laughs> see, I have to go repent now, because I'm all bad, um, but anyway, that's where I'm at, and if you guys can figure it out, then all the more power to you, I'm pretty sure there was a lesson in there somewhere, and if there wasn't, well, then at least you got to hear me laugh, so I hope you guys laugh along with me, because laughter is good, um, giving all you a virtual hug, but not as good as the ones I've been getting, which aren't virtual, and, um, I think that's it, because I'm just rambling on right now, and I'm getting chilly with the wind, even though I'm in the full sunshine, which is probably not a great sign, so um, I'm going to sign off on this right now, guys, and uh, I hope all y'all are well. You know all the places to get a hold of me, Dancing with Bipolar on Instagram, DancingWithBipolar.com, um, DancingWithBipolar at Yahoo.com if you want to send me an email, and uh, I promise, I promise, I promise, listen to Jordan's interview, and I will get that contest up today when I get back to the house, okay? So this is Don Shereen, this is my podcast, Dance Bipolar, and hey, let's all stay alive, okay? Later!